fundamental number 11, responsibility. You may be thinking, what in the world is responsibility doing as a sales fundamental? Well, I can tell you right now that responsibility in life is probably the most important fundamental you can ever use. And when it comes to selling, I'm going to explain why it's so important to take responsibility when you don't make a sale, mainly because when you do take responsibility when you don't make a sale, you will improve five times faster than someone that doesn't take responsibility. I mean, there are many salespeople that sell the same product for 20 years and get that 1% or 2% per year on average raise, the inflation-based raise, never become a sales superstar, and probably the number one reason is is because they don't take responsibility for their lack of success. We can all be mediocre, but the reason you're listening to this CD is not to be mediocre. The reason you're listening to this CD is to become a sales superstar. And I'm telling you right now, if you want to be a sales superstar, you got to lose your ego and you got to stop being afraid of criticism and you got to take responsibility. This is my favorite chapter. And the reason it's my favorite chapter is because when I took responsibility, my income skyrocketed. When I first heard that responsibility was the most important life trait, more important than goal setting, I couldn't believe it at first, but then I listened on. This was a CD I was listening to by Brian Tracy. I recommend listening to Brian Tracy. He is one of the motivational teachers that I've learned a lot from. And when he originally explained responsibility, he used it in a scenario in regard to a cancer clinic in Texas and how they found that patients that took responsibility were so much more responsive and so much more successful than patients that did not take responsibility for their terrible disease. You look at it, well, cancer, don't I just get that? And maybe we do just get that. But the fact that Success is so much better when somebody takes responsibility rather than having a pity party. And if anybody was ever owed a pity party, it would be if you had cancer and you had a risk of dying, that would be a good time to be allowed to have one. But it proves that that doesn't work, that taking responsibility can improve your health. Well, I know for me, taking responsibility can improve anything. And here we're going to talk about how it helps when you sell. See, the number one reason that my income improved every single year was a combination of me taking responsibility, figuring out what I was doing wrong, and setting higher goals. Those two things allowed my income to increase on average 40% per year for nine years that I was a direct salesperson. Now, some years my income went up by 10 or 20%, and some years I had a double. The reality is one of the main reasons was because I would look inward not outward whenever I missed a sale. The problem with most salespeople is that they want to play the blame game. In selling and in life, when you play the blame game, you're not successful. I have heard all the excuses in the world why people have not made sales. As a longtime sales manager and company owner, I would hear excuses from my salespeople such as these. Tell me if you were guilty of ever using this on yourself or on your sales manager. They had no money. 
they had to talk to someone. They had to run it by the board. They wanted to wait, etc., etc., etc. I know you've used them. I'm going to tell you right now, they don't work. Using those excuses are not going to make you a better salesperson. If you want to be a better salesperson, here are the questions you need to ask yourself. These are the questions that I ask myself when I don't make a sale. Number one, did I build enough rapport? Because we all know if you don't get along with your prospect, that your odds of making a sale are much lower because it's harder to say no to someone that you like rather than yes. Did you build enough rapport? Did I have rapport? Did I follow the presentation checklist? The presentation checklist is in this series in the chapter on doing the perfect presentation. Did I hesitate, stutter, or have weak body language at the close? This is where we miss our sales mostly. This is where I missed most of my sales. It was either usually rapport or missing at the assumption perfectly. This is something you need to analyze. Did you keep your body strong, your voice strong, and break eye contact and ask for the order properly? This is something that you need to do. This is a question that I ask myself. Did I hesitate, stutter, or have weak body language at the close? Did I keep my body language strong? Did I break eye contact perfectly? Did I talk too much? Did I get weak tonality? Did I show that I was afraid at the close? You need to ask yourself this question. Did I create enough value or desire? That's another question you have to ask yourself. Realistically, you could close perfectly, but if you didn't build enough need and desire and value in regard to your product, maybe that's why you didn't get a positive response. Last but not least, here's the question that I love to ask myself and I have to ask myself is what could I have done better? How could I have sold this last presentation better? And mainly, how could I have made that sale? These are the questions that when you ask, you get a positive response back. See, only inward, not outward, makes you responsible and allows you to improve. If we don't take responsibility, we can't improve. The big thing about not taking responsibility is that when we do so, we leave ourselves unable to get better. As soon as we shirk the responsibility and blame something else, we can't improve. But as soon as we take responsibility, now we can improve. You can never become a sales superstar if you don't take responsibility. So again, here is a simple rule you have to remember about learning. It is the Albert Einstein rule, the most important invention that Albert Einstein ever came up with. And it's not E equals MC squared. I don't know what that means. That could be really important. It's the theory of relativity. I really don't understand it, and I don't know if you do either. If you do, that's fantastic. What I do understand from Einstein is this quote. The very definition of insanity is... The ability to perform the same action over and over again and expect to get a different and better result. That is the definition of insanity. And as human beings, we continue to do this over and over and over again. I know that my former partner, Pearson McDonald, 
always talked about the rats and the cheese. The rats and the cheese. See, rats are in some ways smarter than humans. If you put cheese at the end of a tunnel and you send the rat down the tunnel, the rat will go down, and if there's cheese there, they will eat it. If there's no cheese, but they know there's cheese in one of the tunnels, they'll go down one tunnel and the next tunnel and the next tunnel until they find the cheese. Humans will go down the first tunnel, find no cheese, and start to bang their head against the cement wall. Well, that's not going to do us any good. We need to be introspective after we do our sales presentations and find out where we went wrong. And you know what? After you don't make a sale, your juices are flowing. After failure, your juices are flowing. You're probably upset. And the key here is not to get disappointed and down, but to get angry and focused. And what I mean by this is, is I don't mean angry at the customer because you cannot get angry at the customer. You have to get a little bit angry at yourself internally and figure out where you went wrong. And most importantly, say to yourself, I'm not going to do this again. Understand, we all hate a no-sale. Everybody hates a no-sale. The customer hates a no-sale. When was the last time that you did a presentation and the customer didn't buy and both of you felt really good after the presentation? Well, we know after you did a presentation and the customer did buy, we know that you felt great and they felt great. You had that warm and fuzzy feeling. It's that great feeling after making a sale, both parties feel good. And it's that feeling after not making a sale, both parties feel bad. So after you feel bad, you can't let, obviously, the client know that you're upset because you've got to remain professional. You now need to become introspective and focus on exactly where you went wrong. For example, I am in Saskatchewan. I am knocking on doors in the middle of winter. It is during the day, and I remember precisely this exact day, it was approximately minus 20, around one o'clock in the afternoon and it was starting to warm up a little bit because there was a little thermometer outside of people's doors and it was starting to get up to around minus 15 to minus 10 and i'm going to tell you right now in early february in saskatchewan with the sun out and it's near minus 10 it starts to feel warm because when you work at night it's minus 29 plus the wind chill minus 10 and sun actually is quite pleasant your feet still can get a little bit cold I'm in a house. I'm there for two hours. I thought I made the sale. That's why I was there for two hours. I didn't get the order. I had good rapport. I kept asking, asking, asking. Didn't get the deal. Leave the house. I'm mad at myself. Of course, I'm going to shake hands with the party. You must be professional. But I'm walking down to the next door, and I'm reviewing in my mind, why did I not make this sale? And I realized I did not break eye contact and start to assume the sale at the right moment, I assumed they were going to buy no matter what, so I got sloppy at the close, and guess what? No sale. So I'm stomping down. I'm saying I'm not going to do this again, and I can tell you right now, as soon as I did that, I probably closed, and I can't remember that far back because this was 1984, so that would be, at this day, that would be 23 years ago. I can remember the precise call, but I can't remember the exact number. I probably sold my next 15 presentations in a row. After taking responsibility, realizing what I did wrong, telling myself I'm not going to do it again, I really got on a roll. Can you imagine if I had just said, oh, they had no money? Well, the fact of the matter is we don't know if the customer has any more money or not. We just don't know that. We know that we use this excuse all the time when we don't want to buy something. We use this excuse. We tell somebody, I can't afford it. 
when we very well can afford it. How many times have you told someone you can't afford something when you could have afforded something if they had approved to you or created the desire that you wanted to buy their product? You felt that their product was worth at least as much or more than your money to you. At this point in time, I'm going to share a story with you. I used to be in the window business in Saskatchewan. There was a government grant that would pay $1,000 for senior citizens that earned under a certain amount of money. And I remember being in this house and selling this gentleman a window and a door or a couple of windows and a door or trying, at least trying to sell him something. And he wasn't buying, but I really felt that he was going to. And I stayed. I closed him for a few times. It was a really tough sale. And I finally sold him a $1,400 order. And out of that order, the government paid 1000 All he had to pay was $400. That's a no-brainer. Anybody's going to go for that. But he was really tough. He did, really didn't want to go for it until I really proved to him that my product was worth at least as much or more than his hard-earned and saved money. Now, after the presentation, generally the client would need to prove to me or give some indication that their income was less than a certain amount, otherwise they wouldn't qualify for the grant. And I remember this gentleman pulling out his bank book and showing me his bank book, and he had over $100,000 in the bank. But he told me he couldn't afford $400. Well, of course he couldn't afford it because he didn't want to afford it because I had yet to prove to him that my product or service was worth more than his hard-earned and saved money. So guess what? Anybody that tells me from now on they can't afford it, I don't believe them. Anybody that tells me I want to think about it, why would I believe them? These are just excuses. People are giving you reasons why they don't want to buy. The main reason is you have not convinced them yet. You have not got them excited or haven't closed them properly about your product or service. Very, very simple. You need to take responsibility. You have to get angry and focused, figure out what you're doing wrong, and then say, I'm not going to do it again. Taking responsibility empowers you. It makes you powerful when you take responsibility. The very best chapter, and I talk about this throughout this series, is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey, the chapter on the first habit, proactivity. In that chapter, when you read this about Viktor Frankl and about his concentration camp episodes and watching his family be killed and how he remained positive and how he escaped and how he then went on to read a lot about responsibility and then write Man's Search for Meaning and virtually invent logotherapy, which is responsibility therapy. Responsibility therapy today, by the way, and this was written many years ago, 30, 40, 50 years ago, responsibility therapy today is the number one form of therapy taught by motivational teachers today. You have to look inside, and it's no different than selling. When you're doing something wrong, think about this. Think about the last time that you got into an argument with your significant other or somebody else. Both parties are arguing, and the wall of objection goes up, and you get into a huge argument, and nobody wants to take responsibility. Well, the fact of the matter is, this is how wars begin and don't end. This is how relationships don't develop and are killed. 
when you take responsibility, 100% responsibility, and I'm talking about pure and true responsibility, you can feel your body relax and become powerful. Taking responsibility is so powerful, it will change you physiologically. And this is how you understand the mind-body connection. The point is that taking responsibility empowers you. Not taking responsibility absolutely disempowers you in all ways, in selling, and in life. Let's go through the seven rules of responsibility. Number one, review the daily responsibility ritual every day until it becomes an automatic part of your daily life. You can access this ritual on salessuperstar.com or on truestarhealth.com under the attitude section. Learning and understanding this ritual is so important that by taking responsibility every day, you're empowered, and by not taking responsibility, you reduce your ability to grow as a human being and as a salesperson and become a sales superstar. Two, whenever you don't make a sale, look inward, not outward, at the reason for a no sale. Three, don't be afraid to accept criticism or bruise your ego when making a no sale. We all hate criticism. Nobody enjoys criticism. I don't like criticism. Napoleon Hill talks about criticism in Think and Grow Rich as one of the six ghosts of fear. The only fear that's greater than criticism is the fear of poverty. People hate being criticized, and they fear criticism more than death. I hate being criticized. The fact is, though, unfortunately, I learn way more from criticism than I do from praise. So don't be afraid to be criticized by a peer, by a teacher, a mentor, or by yourself. Because when you take a look honestly at the criticism, you can likely improve. Number four, when you don't close the sale, ask yourself why and review the sale in your mind until you figure it out. You need to get intense here. Your juices are flowing. You've got a lot of energy after you don't make a sale. You're usually a little bit upset. Use that upsetness. Use that energy to find out where you could have done things better. Use that to visualize and find out. Again, number five, if you're not upset after a no sale, then you will never improve. You can't improve if you don't care, obviously. Number six, get angry and focused, not disappointed and down. Having a pity party is not going to get you anywhere. So again, angry and focused, not disappointed and down. Keep going. You're a professional. And number seven, if you don't take responsibility, then you are diluting your chance to improve. And number eight, probably the most important part of responsibility, if everyone were to take responsibility, the world would be a far better place to live.